Well, hello, friends. Welcome back. If you are a regular, if this is your first time listening to me, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to jump right in. But first, a couple of things. If we're not friends on social media, make sure you find me, Christina Smith McCulley, on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, all three of them. I am a participant in. And also, um, I have some very important things coming up that I'm really super excited about. I'll give you a little hint. I'm excited about it. (laughs) So you want to make sure that you're in my Facebook group because that's where um, I'll post most about it. Of course, it'll be on TikTok and Instagram too, but uh, the Facebook group is just, it just notifies people easier. So I just, you know make sure that you're in there you can find all these links down below this episode in the show notes and click on that and find me um yeah so we're facing it started let me throw in the introduction and i'll be right back oh 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 do me a favor you want to go leave a review for me on apple i would really appreciate it or if this podcast or episode blesses you take a screenshot and put in your stories and tag me send me a message let me know or tag me in public facebook or whatever but i just um really appreciate y'all giving me that feedback it does encourage me and um it just really blesses my heart it's like all right hold on i'll be right back well hi y'all welcome to clause of confessions with christina's podcast where we're going to talk about the hilarious not so funny truths about the christian walk Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, He continues to remind me He is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with Him, He reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. So today, I kind of, I don't really know how to title this, so I have to figure it out, but I really wanted to talk about whenever we do not feel close to God or, and or, how's that, we're allowing the distractions of the world to get in our way. Um, you probably know if you you know, or my friend anywhere or been following me or anything. I had a hysterectomy back in um, January. So, you know, whenever I try to say it's my hormones, my husband's like, that's impossible. But honestly, I still think there is some hormone issues going on. And I say that to tell you this, whenever I will get where I just want to shut down and kind of get away from everything, um, it's usually a hormone issue. But, you know, sometimes if you don't have ovaries, maybe it's not. But I will get like that. And I got like that a couple weeks ago, and I just, you know, did not get on social media and was like, okay, God, I'm just totally giving up. So it's keeping me from you, and it's distracting me. And and that's honestly the truth, but I'm the type of personality that goes all or nothing, which is like I'm either all in and posting and very active and um, wasting my time scrolling, honestly, or I'm all out. I'll just shut down, take the apps off, won't get on there, won't talk to nobody, won't answer nothing, which is, you know, I'm trying to get better about being somewhere in the middle. But, you know, because anything in excess, I I used to hear, um, I don't remember who said it, excess is the devil's playground. Anything in excess is not, you know, everything should be done in moderation. And when we get too high or too low, 
it has negative effects, you know, both way. But I say that to tell you this, during that time, oh, it is such a blessing when we do get rid of distractions and just really focus on God. And um, we, I notice that I, I hear things more clearer. I see things. I'm more present with the person in front of me. Um, so every, you know, that was a couple of weeks ago that happened. But since then, I've been really trying to be very conscious of like, nah, now you are wasting your time. Put it down. Go do something productive. Read a book. Even if it's still laying around being lazy. Read a book. Um, do something besides wasting your life. Because honestly, when I scroll in, when I scroll uh, social media too much or I binge watch a TV show um, too much, I feel yucky at the end of the day. It's kind of like whenever I eat sugar and at the time I want it. Which, you know, God showed me that too. That every, you know, everything that... Um, like, I know it's going to hurt me, but yet I do it anyways. You know, like, I know that the sugar is going to make me feel yucky, but yet I eat it anyways, looking for, like, I don't know, emotions or something. Same thing with social media. We go to that a lot to, like, escape something or to numb, even though it's going to make you feel yucky. And so I'm trying to be really conscious about what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. Am I just mindlessly doing this? Am I, you know... I mean, yeah, some days there are days I just want to binge on movies or something like that, but it has to be, it can't be just a common practice, you know, and that's what I kind of want to talk about is like when we don't feel like we're um, close to God, I kind of want to give you some tips or tricks, you know, I hate saying tips and tricks because tricks ain't really, you know, I mean, I mean, I just don't sound like it's from God or something, but uh, I kind of want to give you some ideas of things that I try to do and focus on to keep me, um, I don't want to say in his presence, because you're always in his presence, but you know what I mean, like keep me, because if I go all day, and I haven't like talked to God, or like purposely thought about something, like I'll just make myself like purposely think about um, what Jesus did, and how how wonderful and, and grace, you know, how much grace he gives, and mercy he gives, I'll purposely make myself think about that, to keep myself focused because we need to always be appreciative and remembering that it can get very so I mean I mean y'all know how easy it can get to be distracted and to be fearful in this world to be distracted and want to be um bitter about things or to get mad and harbor that resentment and that anger to let um TV shows tell us what we should think, news media tell us what to think, social media tell us what to think, and we allow them things to control our emotions a lot of times. And so I, I want to be more mindful of remembering exactly what Jesus did for me and how much he loves me, how much grace and mercy he gives so that I can be that way with others, to remind myself that this world is so temporary. It is not my eternal home. So I'm going to give you like a couple tips, things that I do to do that. But first, I wanted to talk about um, the distraction thing. I was reading a book where it said um, devices divide. And I was like, oh, man, that's good. Because, you know, devices originally were supposed to make our life easier. I mean, I definitely think my life was easier when I just had a bag phone and wasn't allowed to use it when I was 16. I could only use it for emergencies. I mean, I don't remember being so pulled. For one thing, I didn't know what everybody was doing. 
which, you know, God did not design us that way. He told me that one time. He's, I didn't design you that way to know what everybody's doing. I mean, he didn't design me to know what so-and-so in Arkansas was driving the new car they got when I don't even really know them in my circle life. You know what I mean? And And then devices divide because a lot of times we are on our devices instead of being present with the person right in front of us whether it be our family member or even somebody just sitting at the table or even driving and just talking to God like I've been trying to do that like turn off everything and just talk to him I love listening to podcasts I love listening to praise music but you know I need to talk to him and um I'm not just saying devices like phones but anything that that distracts us because you know there's there's people that use good things you know I put that in quotation mark I don't mean to put in quotation mark like I'm being smart mouth but I'm talking about like church they'll use things at church to distract from dealing with growing a relationship with God or deal with what might be going on in their heart I know plenty of people that sit on that church pew that have some major resentment and bitterness going on. You hear it in the things they say. You see it on their face and in their life. But yet they're in church, you know, three times a week. And every they volunteer for everything. And they teach class and all that. We can use good things for distractions. You know, Facebook, uh, social media wasn't originally intended to be bad. And it can be a tool. And it, it could be a tool for ministry. It could be a tool for business. It could be a tool to stay in communication and see pictures with family members and friends and plan things, plan, you know, we're planning Thanksgiving right now with the with the McCulley family. So um, it's a tool to be used, but also it can very much be a distraction and it can be used to numb out and to zone out, you know, and it, it can be used to divide us. I know people who were in each other's weddings they do not even talk now because they um, got offended over, like, football teams. Football teams. Now, here is my, my rec, not rec, like, I don't know the word. Here is what I think about that. So, you have, let's say you have two people that like two different teams and they're rivals. So, let's just use um, Florida and Florida State, for example. So, I know, and this is not just one example. You can do this with presidents. You can do this with what is going on right now with the shot. You can do this with um, TV shows. I remember one time when people were, I put something about liking Honey Boo Boo, and they, on social media, like, went off on me. But I knew two friends. They were in each other's weddings, and one uh, picked on the other one because their team had lost. Um, So the one that the team has lost was like, getting very offended and mad and like snapping back and then that person was commenting it went back and forth in comments and you could tell they were being serious now if they were in real life if you're in real life the person that was getting picked on would either leave or hear the tone of the friend like yeah i knew we'd win mm-hmm, y'all lost mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean i've been around plenty that have not liked the same team that did not end a friendship over it. But you can't read tone online and you can't read through comments. And so people get so offended. They feel like you're putting me down or you're embarrassing me or you're belittling me. They can't read a tone behind anything. So they just get offensive and pop off. And then that person gets offended and pops off. And it just can cause division. It's caused division in families. This one posted this one. This one posted a picture. That one didn't know about it. They went... 
it wasn't intended for that. It doesn't have to be used for that, but it is definitely used for that sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the things that are formed through social media that group like-minded people together that wouldn't be able to meet each other or know each other or talk to each other. And I'm talking about, like, it could be a good thing because I have met some very close friends on here that I've never met in real life, but we are super close. We have, you know, uh, the Jesus-loving thing in common. We bond over that. We talk a lot. It also can be used to form bad things. So it could be used to form um, hate things and, you know, terrorist things. Can I say that on here? I don't know. I mean, because you can literally talk to anyone. It can be used to form alliances against this or that. Cyberbullying. Oh, my gosh. That was totally not what this episode was about. But, I mean, I just was trying to kind of say the distractions and the division that our distractions can cause. And phones are a major distraction. Social media is a major distraction. And that right there can be a stumbling block to make us not feel closer to God or to make us where we feel like we're not close to God so I guess I just kind of wanted to remind you to to check that you know what did that quote say I can't remember that quote said it's in the book I read it said um anything that pulls our attention away from God is the enemy even good things and they were you know like good things like like I was saying like church or it could be a family member that just like keeps you from spending any time with God and not that your family member has to be the enemy but I mean you know what I mean like we need to treat it that way because he is first he deserves that honor and that praise and to be first in our life you know so check that uh see if that distraction is something that is coming between you and God or come between your relationship and make um make boundaries decide what you're going to do uh I was thinking today, like in my morning time, my phone is a major distraction. Like I'll think of something. Like today, I was thinking how to get a, um, I was spending time with God and I started thinking, I mean, like my mind just went to, I wonder how to get that sticker off the wall in my salon. And then I picked up my phone and Googled it. I was like, no, this is why my phone has to be in a different room during morning time because of that reason. It's just so easy for me to pick up, you know, and the TV, I mean, watching a show, can distract me from spending time with God. And I'm not going totally on the, like, what would it be, right side or left side or something like that, where I'm saying, oh, you can never watch TV. I'm saying what has our attention, what has our emotions, what has our thoughts, what has our money, what has, you know, what is pulling us away from talking to Him, basically. What's pulling us away? So check that I guess this was kind of like just a little reminder another thing that will definitely keep us from feeling like that we um are close to him or that we you know that I mean you, I feel like you know what I'm talking about because I never want to make it seem like God is not right here with us he is he's he's never further away like if we put up walls or or find distractions find things to fill our time that's not him he didn't walk away he's right here present with us and um if you're his child he is you know his holy spirit lives inside of you to guide you and comfort you 
Oh, wait, I think I forgot to tell y'all. I was on another, I knew I wanted to tell something. Oh, my goodness. I was on another podcast yesterday um, called Gracefully Chosen, uh, episode three, where I gave my testimony on insecurity and worrying what others think of you. And so me and her were bonding, talking about, um, you know, spending time with God. I totally just lost my train of thought of what, what made me think of telling y'all that. But I meant to tell you that at the beginning. I hope you've made it this far and that you'll go listen to that next. <laughs> uh, Gracefully Chosen is the name of it. Jessica is the host and me and her met on TikTok. Or I found, I mean, I found her on TikTok and then I friend requested her on Facebook. So we've become friends on Facebook. Um, and then, you know, she asked anybody want to be on her podcast. And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll like share. And we just, uh, we had the best time talking about God yesterday. Find, li- find like-minded friends. There you go. There's another tip, which then wasn't even, that wasn't even in the tips that I was going to give you. But this is a bonus. Find people that have the same common denominator you do to where you can lift each other up. You can pray for one another. You can share. You know, you can't, I cannot share with people who do not, um, who do not look at God the same way I do or respect him the same way I do. I can't share with them when I'm being convicted about something that seems silly to the world. You know, the world will be like, that's ridiculous. Like I was telling, I was telling Jessica, like put up a TikTok. It was a trend. There was no cuss words in it. Cause there's very few I can find with no cuss words. Um, there was no cuss words in it, but I was still convicted And to the world. It'd be like, what? That, why? Well, you know, who knows? I mean, I know me and God knows, but it doesn't matter. But me telling my friends that respect him the same way, they're going to support that. Whether they understand it or not, they're going to be like, well, yeah, if God told you, then yeah, you do that. You know what I mean? Find friends that, because that, we just got so much energy yesterday on the podcast. I mean, like, she's like, I usually only go 10 minutes here. We've been 20 minutes. But we were both just enjoying talking about the goodness of God and the things he's done in our life, the things that he's freed us from. It was just energizing. It was enjoyable. Um, so... Back to, what was I saying again? About distractions. Oh, oh, another, t- another the second thing. Was that what I was telling y'all about? The second thing that we need to check to see. Oh, yeah, I was telling y'all about uh, um, not feeling like that he's gone. You know, that he stepped out of our presence. He doesn't. But another thing that might be hindering your walk or hindering you from feeling like that you can talk to God or that, like, he hears you. I mean, we know he hears us, but sometimes we feel like he don't. But this is something else that I'll check in my heart when I'm feeling like there's something missing, there's a gap there, is, is there any unforgiveness in my heart? Is there bitterness or resentment that I need to take to God? That is a huge hindrance. And I was talking to a girl on Messenger when she said this. Um, she just randomly messaged me and said, you know, I used to be in church and I want to I feel close to God. I feel like I can't get there. And I told her, I said, well, just sit in his presence. Ask him, is there any hindrance in my heart? Is there any resentment? That is probably one of the number one things that can put up a wall. And I think it, I, I feel like it's probably so important to God because it's what Jesus did. You know, he forgave and we didn't deserve it. And he did it anyways. And so when I hold a grudge against someone, I'm basically saying, well, what I did, I know, it was, I know me, um, you know, I walked in that sin, but, you know, Jesus forgave me, but I sure can't forgive that person. And to us, one sin might be bigger than the other. 
to God, holy is holy. And so um, whenever I'm feeling, you know, I've, I've been dealing with something for quite a few months now where I just keep having to give it to God and make sure there's no bitterness and resentment in my heart. And it got brought up again last week and I could feel myself kind of getting like, hmm. And then I would think, okay, God, do I think I'm better than that person? I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm holding a grudge. I don't feel like I'm being resentful, but you know, I've had to set boundaries. And so with me setting boundaries, God, is that saying that I'm better than them? You know, I've really had to, I had to go to God with that. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm polite to them. I'm kind to them. I just have boundaries now when there, when the, there wasn't no boundaries there before, um, because they weren't needed. And now that they're needed. It makes you kind of question, am I holding resentment or unforgiveness? But I'm honestly don't feel like I am, but you know, when it comes up again, I just go to God with it again because I don't want it in my heart. I don't want any unforgiveness or bitterness. I know his grace and mercy has kept me and um, pulled me out of some very dark pits. I don't deserve forgiveness. I don't deserve forgiveness. I don't deserve that grace and mercy, but he so freely gave it. And so who am I to hold something against other people? You know, and we might we might say we might tell well you don't know what they've done to me well, okay but I promise God does and he's he's not asking you to you know have them in your life walking beside you every single day and embracing them but he is asking you to hand it over to him let him deal with it let him vindicate you just go to God with that because it's easy to let it slip in I felt mad last week at a company like this girl I saw her on Facebook and she works for a company I used to work for and I I felt myself getting like kind of towards her and so I realized you have bitterness and unforgiveness towards this company you can't hold on to that it just is a stumbling block for me you know it's just a it's just a rock so I don't want to hold on to it does that make any sense so I want to give you some tips on things that I try to um, I don't want to say do, but some things that I, yeah, I mean, I guess I do them, but just some things that I kind of wanted to share with you to maybe help you, um, after you've, you know, examined the distractions and examined, is there any unforgiveness or bitterness in my heart and taking that to God and God is faithful to show us when we ask him, he is very faithful. So just get with him, ask him, God, what, what is pulling me away from you? What is distracting me? Do I have any bitterness or resentment or unforgiveness that I've been harboring? Get with him. No human can tell you. No human is the medium between you and God. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Fully God. Fully Holy Spirit. Jesus. Fully man. Fully God. So you don't need to go to somebody. And sometimes we do, we go to people too much. I know I've been guilty. I mean, I've heard God say, you ain't even prayed yet. I was asking people for prayer one time, and I ain't even prayed yet. What? You know? So get with him. Ask him. He's faithful. He'll show you. You don't have to go searching on Google or sometimes like me. I'll be on TikTok typing in, like, ADHD and mental health stuff. I'm like, wait, I just take this to God. Like, you know, sometimes we just we distract by trying to research. Um, but anyway, some a couple of tips. So something that I do, um, I don't do it nearly as much as I, I plan to or want to or think about because 
I honestly forget. Like, I think I thought about this last night, and then I never do it. You know, that's what we have to do, though. We have to, I did a TikTok about that, like, saying you're going to pray for somebody and then not praying for them because you don't do it right then, like, doing it right then. But I try to go into the corner of my closet and just get on my knees, humble myself before him, imagine myself at his throne, and I'm not even there to ask for anything. I'm just there to praise him and honor him and to meditate on him. I'm just there to get on my knees because I really honestly believe one of the number one problems with our country is pride. There's no humbleness. They don't, nobody wants to listen to nobody. Nobody wants to have any bosses. Nobody wants to have any rules. And God is king. He is worthy of praise. He is our master. He is the creator. He is worthy of me bowing at his throne. And like I said, I, I want to do this daily, and I need to set myself some reminders, so I will, because like I was, like I said, the issue I was thinking about it, I don't think I ever did. Maybe I did. I don't know. But just um, that act of humbling, I've told people, like, just get with God. Like, even if you don't know what to say or do, I believe the act of wanting to sit in His presence honors Him. He sees that. He sees our hearts. Oh, thank you, God, for seeing our hearts, because sometimes my behavior is not who I want to be, you know my heart, you know, you know, you know our hearts, and, you know, sometimes my emotions and anger and smart mouth might come out faster than what I want, or what I want in my heart, you know, so if you can, because I know it's sometimes hard to get on my knees and up, I mean, I'm 42, and still, it's like, I feel like I'm like, am I, I've had dreams, I think it must be like insecurity or something, I don't know, or fear, because I've had dreams about not being able to get up off my knees before, Ain't that weird? Like, I've had dreams of not being able to step up on the porch. Like, my knees wouldn't let me. I don't know. That's weird. But if you can. If you can't, just get on your couch. But just humbling ourselves, really. You know, in that book I read about social media, it says that bowing our head, heads should only be to God. But look how many how many hours a day we bow our head looking at the phone. And I was like, oh, that hurt. So, ouch. And plus, I think I got two wrinkles on my neck from bowing down looking at my phone. They're just, they're kind of new. And I've been like really misogynal with lotion, but I wonder if that ain't. I thought about like getting Botox, not Botox, <laughs> Botox and Texan at the same time. But, anyways, so that's something we can do. Another thing is um, I started reading like a Proverbs a day and then like a Psalms a day. Um, that kind of gives me guidance. Now, I jump all over the Bible and read whatever the Holy Spirit leads, but I'm trying to read the proverb that goes with the date. And let me tell y'all what God did. It was so cool. So November 4th is when, hold on, let me find it. November 4th is kind of when um, I was like, I need to go on social media fast. Or, and I just, I don't, the 4th was maybe when it all came, like just like, kind of hit me or something. But that's whenever I felt like God, I'm sorry, did I just holler in your ear? I probably did. Hold on. Oh, well, I was going to erase it. Yeah, I'll erase it. No, I won't. Never mind. Um, but November 4th, and, and I felt like he said, okay, now go to go to Proverbs and read one a day um, because there is, what is there, 31 Proverbs? So there's 31 days sometimes, but not all the time. But let me tell you, I read out of the Message Bible a lot, and um, Proverbs 4 is all talking about wisdom. And um, it said, you know, sell everything and buy wisdom. Get understanding. 
Don't forget one word. Never walk away from wisdom. She guards your life. Love her and keep her eye on you. And above all else, do this. Get wisdom. And the whole the whole chapter is about wisdom. But I wrote, I underlined. So keep vigilant. Watch over your heart. That is where life starts. Don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. Avoid careless banner, white lies, and gossip. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all side way sideshow distractions and i was like oh god you are talking to me because he was just showing me the distractions of what i was letting get in my way then i felt like he said go and read three also um, i think i read one and two but three was like i probably skimmed over one and two he didn't really say one and two but i i was thinking maybe i should read one and two but three i know he said because i underlined this part too dear friends guard clear thinking and common sense with your life. Well, clear thinking is when I'm in the present. It's when I'm not distracted by everybody else's thoughts and ideas and opinions. And so it says, guard it. Guard it with your life. And then down here, it says, no need to panic over alarms or surprises or predictions that doomsday is just around the corner because God will be right there with you. He will keep you safe and sound. Y'all, that morning was all that stuff about the... uh tsunami coming off the volcano island and i was like kind of like that and then i read that and i know god told me to so reading a proverbs a day i believe that something will light up and be like oh god you're so cool and then the in the next month when you read that same proverbs on that same day he will point out something else so i, I just think that's a really good place to start also um psalms one i wrote it down psalms 136 is a great praise psalm of just reminding us how much he loves us. Um, I'm trying to wrap it up here because I never go 30 minutes and I know that I don't want to lose you guys. Like, y'all get bored with me. Um, so, you know, knee prayer uh, in your word. And if you don't really know where to start, start with the Proverbs of the day. And then, you know, let the Holy Spirit lead you. I love John, James, Matthew. I mean, all of them. But a part of the day just kind of starts, and then you can go from there. Like, you can look up other verses that go with a verse that God pops out at your mind, you know? Um, and then, I say this a lot, but the power of the post-it note. <laughs> Get some post-it notes. Write down some verses. Write down um, some things that God, you know, to remind you to focus on Him. Put them on your mirror in your bathroom. Put them in your car. Put them at your work desk. There's power in the post-it note. It really helps to refocus back on what I want to think about and what I want to focus on. What you focus on the longest becomes the strongest. And that's that way with good and bad. So I want to focus on him. I want to focus on his goodness. I want to focus on that he's got me. I don't have to I don't have to live in fear. I don't have to live by distractions. I don't have to be distracted. I don't have to live by my emotions. You know what I mean? So post-it notes. Also I did throw in there journaling. I have like a million ninety-nine cent um, notebooks around my house that nobody else would be able to read because they're kind of messy and they don't make no sense but they made sense to me and it's like therapy getting it out and I do sometimes go back and read them just to get ideas for like podcasts and, and stuff like that or to see what got you know it's a good thing a good way to remember the how good he's been you know and um but it just getting it out nobody has to ever read them it, has to, it don't have to be perfect I write down gratitude things I write down who I'm praying for, I write down what I'm going through, and it's just a way of getting things out because if I'm just thinking it, I can be so easily distracted. Me writing it down really helps me to 
be stay in the present, I guess, stay in the day, you know, stay in the moment. So I am going to pray for you guys. I'm sorry I ran longer. I usually try to cut it off around 25 minutes, but we're six minutes over. So, but hopefully it blessed you and was worth it. Um, don't forget the podcast I did yesterday called Gracefully Chosen. It is, uh, uh, we talked about insecurity and um, worried about what people think about us or, you know, it's just, it's really full of all kind of faith things. So just listen to that if if you will. Let me know um, if you enjoyed it. And yeah, let's let's just pray. Dear Father, I just thank you so much that we can come to you. I thank you for time of of refreshing where uh, whenever we are in your presence and we're or we're talking about you with a friend or we're just hanging out with you that you just revive us and re. re- regenerize regenerate i'm sorry god uh energize us and just renew us and god that's only you that's not us nothing can do that no food no tv no social media no medicine you god you are the one that revive us and that that gives us life and i thank you so much for your presence i thank you that you never go away and even when we let distractions um, get into our face and bitterness gets into our heart, you're still right there pursuing us, letting us know that just come home, child, just come on home. Like, it's us that run away from you, not you. And I just pray that you pull everybody into you this week and that we just feel your presence and that we are reminded and convicted of our time and that nobody listens and feels any kind of condemnation because or confusion, but they just take this as a reminder just a reminder and not a beat down and not a, a reason to feel guilty, but just a reminder that distractions don't fulfill us. You fulfill us and we need you and we need your presence. And I thank you that we can come in it anytime we want. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you so much, God. Thank you for your son. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen and amen.